the state continues to uphold the status quo of anti-black racism, we remember the words of James Baldwin. To be a Negro in this country and to be relatively conscious is to be enraged almost all the time. We do not apologize for our blackness or your fear. Organizing is people coming together to turn what they have into what they need to get what they deserve. When we get to liberation, when we get to freedom land, are we all gonna be crazy and toxic and abusive and violent and narcissistic because we don't wanna do the work? I am your host, Mariah M., and this is the Black Future Manifesto. the sound of over 100 Black people chanting in downtown Raleigh, North Carolina for the first national convening of the Black Youth Project 100. Black Youth Project 100, also known as BYP 100, is a national base-building organization that consists of Black people from the age of 18 to 35. This organization has been built by, built for, and led by Black people. BYP 100 understands that not all Black people are alike. We're not a monolith. In fact, we're allowed and able to care about more than one thing at a time. We have different experiences, backgrounds, and beliefs that all fortify us uniquely for the work. Members of BYP 100 have made the commitment to tackle injustices and dismantle systems of oppression, including but not limited to patriarchy, capitalism, and white supremacy using a black queer feminist praxis. You transform in the service of the work. You transform in struggle. And so what better way for, for me to, to be challenged than to join an organization that's black, queer, feminist as fuck. But what exactly is a black queer feminist praxis? Hell, what is a praxis? Simply put, a praxis is applying a way of thinking and or doing into practice. Charlene Carruthers, current executive director, gives her definition of a black queer feminist framework in her newly released book, Unapologetic. It reads, The black queer feminist lens in a political praxis is based in black feminist and LGBTQ traditions and knowledge through which people and groups bring their full selves in the process of dismantling all systems of oppression. By using this lens, we're aided in creating alternatives of self-governance and self-determination And by using it, we can more effectively prioritize problems and methods that center historically marginalized people in our communities. Black queer feminists is an aspirational politic for collective liberation and acts on the basic notion that none of us will be free unless all of us are free. It requires all of us to have politics that value identity and lived experiences. It feels like there's this glass pane between black folks and the way that they're living and like, white folks in the way that they're living and the things that white people have access to the things that i feel like i never see in my life and like literally i i came into organizing because i wanted to understand why that was happening and like what do we actually have to do to cultivate a beautiful life that is filled with self-determination for black people in short 
Members of BYP 100 focus on those who are pushed to the margins by our nation. Systems that perpetuate anti-blackness and disenfranchise black people are at the top of the list of issues to address. This clip you just heard was from National Staff Member Fresco Steves, the Training and Cultural Manager of BYP 100, speaking on the panel for fellow peers at the latest national convening. In July of 2018, BYP 100 held its third annual national convening, five years to the date where 100 Black youth assembled for the Beyond the Movement convening. This event was organized by Dr. Kathy Cohen in Chicago, Illinois, for organizers around the U.S. to figure out how to move and build power for Black people outside of elections and beyond electoral work. George Zimmerman, as you all may remember, murdered 17-year-old unarmed child Trayvon Martin in 2012. The not guilty verdict shook the attendees to the core and they decided as a unit to not leave until there was a plan of action to not only do something, but be something. It was in that moment when this collective of people decided to call themselves Black Youth Project 100. As of the summer of 2018, there are seven fully fledged chapters nationwide of BYP 100. Detroit, Michigan, New York City, Washington, DC, Jackson, Mississippi, New Orleans, Louisiana, Durham, North Carolina, and Chicago, Illinois, with the Milwaukee chapter in the works. BYP 100's latest national campaign was in June of 2018, where all chapters participated in the Say Her Name National Week of Action to end all violence against Black women, girls, and femmes. The purpose of this week of action was to not only uplift their stories, but to also be intentional in centering the experiences of Black women, girls, and femmes who are generationally targeted and abused through gendered state-sanctioned violence. The Say Her Name Week of Action aimed to be explicit in the interplay and particular effect that white supremacy and capitalism has in disenfranchising these communities via the prison industrial complex, interpersonal violence, rape culture, gender discriminatory legislation, policing, and respectability politics. Let's start with the Chicago CHAP, where it all began. The city of Chicago houses the org's HQ for staff, all staff of BYP 100 work hard to support each chapter's needs in their local cities and districts. Members of the Chicago chapter often organize against the over-policing and criminalization of Black people by the Chicago Police Department. Our resistance in Chicago is what it is in part because of the things that we are up against, right? People go hard in here because the, the, the state goes really hard uh, against us. Members shut down a hearing of the Police Accountability Task Force after members of the chapter and community determined that they were not doing their job. We demand! We demand! That there is! That there is! The creation of an independent! A creation of an independent! Publicly elected! Publicly elected! Police Accountability Council! Police Accountability Council! The Chicago Police Board's job! The Chicago Police Board's job! Disciplinary cases involving police misconduct. Involving 
the Chicago CHAP, in coalition with Asada's Daughters, Black Lives Matter Chicago, and Community, organized around hashtag Bayanita, Cook County's former state attorney, who took over a year to charge police with the shooting of unarmed Laquan McDonald 16 times. The New York City chapter that covers the tri-state area at large have been working on campaigns such as Swipe It Forward, which members swipe fellow black and brown New Yorkers into the metro to address fare beating, one of the main ways poverty is criminalized in the city. Members of the NYC chapter also work in tandem with other BYP 100 chapters across the country, as well as organizations like the International Workers World Party for movements like the Fight for 15, an effort to raise the national minimum wage to $15 an hour, i.e. a livable wage. And not at all fun fact, there is no state within the U.S. where a person can work a full-time job at minimum wage and be able to afford a single-bedroom apartment. We Detroit focus on community outreach with such events like their Juneteenth Black Joy Ride and Barbecue in order to reach community members that may not directly be involved in movement work. They also actively engage with high school students through political education workshops where they deep delve into the Black queer feminist politic and learn about the chapter's happenings around the city. Detroit also mobilized against their local police for its funding and its lack of justice for Ayanna Stanley Jones, a seven-year-old child killed in a police raid. We are here With a chapter based in the capital, the D.C. chapter is especially intentional in engaging their community via political education. Their Black Against Empire workshops focus on the current political landscape and the role attendees can play in affecting change for their area. The D.C. chap also houses Melanation, a zine that highlights local Black creatives and aims to engage readers in political education via art. As for their work on the Hill, the chapter organized a lobby day where members met with policymakers to discuss how the future could look when incorporating a black queer feminist lens. And that brings us to the South, where the New Orleans, Jackson, and Durham chapters reside. There's something about movement work in the South that is uniquely different. There's a camaraderie based on the remnants of chattel slavery and Jim Crow, the blatant voter disenfranchisement over policing, housing discrimination, you know, good old institutional racism like anywhere else in America, but with an added Southern charm. In order to ensure the safety and security of our people in this moment, it is imperative that we strategically move in ways that center our values. Jackson is one of the newest chapters of BYP 100, whose members are a part of many coalitions, including those on the ground canvassing to get what some are calling the most radical mayor in the United States, Chokwe Lumumba, elected to be mayor of Jackson, Mississippi. 
The New Orleans chapter takes their work with Say Her Name year-round by organizing and supporting the efforts of such organizations as Women with a Vision, a nonprofit that focuses on the safety and bodily autonomy of women. They also participate in the Fight for 15 initiative alongside Stand with Dignity, who aims to win full and fair employment for black workers locked into structural and long-term employment and low-wage jobs. The NOLA CHAP also organizes against the expansion of their local jail alongside the Orleans Parish Prison Reform Coalition. Durham chapter, based in North Carolina, are a part of many coalitions, including Ending Money Bail and Black Mama Bailouts in conjunction with Southerners on New Ground, a regional queer POC organization. Other cities with BYP chapters, including Washington, D.C. and Detroit, and those outside of the national network also work on the Black Mama Bailout campaign. Here in Durham, we know black and brown people fall victim to police violence daily. Yeah. We lift up the name Jesus Suerta. Jesus Suerta. Who was killed by the Durham Police Department. Akil Denkin. Akil Denkin. Who was killed by the Raleigh Police Department. And Jeremy Williams. Jeremy Williams. Who was killed by the Asheville Police Department. The Durham Beyond Policing Campaign, an initiative to not only imagine and advocate, but to work towards a Durham without police, was a community initiative started in part by Durham chapter members. We are in opposition to the $71 million being used to build a new Durham Police Headquarters. We know that that $71 million could be used for programs that uplift the community instead of terrorizing. Schools, books, computers! We are committed to the vision of a Durham beyond policing. Durham has been in the news for being the catalyst for the unlawful takedowns of symbols of white supremacy. Members of the Durham chapter, alongside community members, established a collective named Defend Durham, whose members continue to organize around making Durham a place where white supremacy cannot thrive. This takedown started a domino effect of community taking the law into their own hands. Most recently, the University of North Carolina, neighbors of Durham, took down a nearly century-year-old statue named Silent Sam. Annapolis and Baltimore, Maryland, New Orleans, New York are just some of the cities that remove these monuments in the name of public safety. Many members of BYP 100 started and still organize with other organizations, but choose BYP 100 as their political home. I sat down with my former chapter co-chair and current Southern Regional Organizer for BYP 100, Aaron Jamal Bryant, to hear his perspective on why he made the conscious decision to join Black Youth Project 100. One of the reasons um, I joined BYP 100 is because I was very interested in joining a, a black organization that took itself very seriously as an organization and centered the specificity and the uniqueness of black people in the world. BYP 100 is a political home for those that have the black queer feminist framework in practice it is an organization led by and exclusively for black people. I also was very interested in and continue to be interested in being challenged intellectually, politically. How do I come to conclusions about the, the values and the ethics I already hold that are more sharp, more rigorous, and, and help me become more committed 
to being a better person in every way. Per the org's website, BYP100 is committed to engaging in meaningful action to fulfill its mission and collective vision through a democratic consensus-driven process. They also pledge to challenge each other and promote each other's growth within the collective. It's one thing to like be able to talk coherently and with sophistication about concepts like transformation, but it's another thing to feel it and be transformed and facilitate and support people's transformation. Um, I feel like there's never going to be a moment in my life where I'm not able to reflect on lessons and experiences I learn by being a part of an, uh, an organization that's trying to make the world a radically better place. In order to fulfill these core values, BYP 100 actively engages in collective leadership and transformative justice. Collective leadership is the energy and expectation that everyone can and should be leaders within a collective. There's also an expectation that all members hold each other accountable, have a shared responsibility and decision-making with each other in order to ensure sustainable change and success. It also holds true to the idea that if a member does not have the tools to be the best leader they can be, it is BYP 100's role, its staff and membership, to guide people in the direction to fortify themselves as leaders. One ancestor the Black Youth Project 100 looks to as to how to approach their organizing is that of the godmother of the civil rights movement, Ella Baker. She was a large proponent of collector leadership and encouraged and implemented such a structure for the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, also known as SNCC. Fresco Stees, current trainer and culture chair of BYP 100, shares the importance of investing in potential young black leaders. And so now I have to think every day about who, who is the little Fresco that I'm sitting down at dinner with and asking how, how they think and what they believe in and how can I cultivate that and support that. Transformative justice looks beyond punitive punishment and for resolutions. Transformative justice asks what harm has been done, who's done it, and how can it be prevented in the future. It looks to heal, reduce harm, and change the way things are done for the better. Another one of BYP 100's core values is to honor multiple truths and understand that we, as Black people, are experts of our own experience. So they strive to be reflective of Black youth without inaccurately claiming to represent every story. BYP 100 builds spaces for other young Black activists in order to engage them and share their own perspectives. In BYP 100, I feel like we always have a lot of assumptions about how people come into this work, and we actually, we often don't take a, have enough time to learn about each other enough, about how we came into this work, because how you come into this work shapes how you navigate this work. Um, and when you learn how your comrades, brothers, sisters, siblings come into this work, you learn what they're carrying and why they're doing it. Which leads us back to the 2018 National Convention that was held in Chicago, Illinois. These annual convenings give membership and alumni a chance to congregate in order to fellowship, skill share, and strategize for the future of their chapters. Black Youth Project 100 stresses holistic energy and intentionally bringing themselves entirely into the work. Standing on the foundation of the principled struggle, the intentional relationship building and investment in people as individuals allow for organizers within BYP 100 to ground themselves in the battle against white supremacy. Black Youth Project 100 is committed to the radical and purposeful inclusion of all Black people, including but not limited to a diversity of sex, gender, class, citizenship status, sexuality, physical ability, educational experiences, and faith. What was different about BYP is it was, was led by a Black folk, and it was the first organizing project in the city for a long time that was explicitly 
in the interest of black folks. And so mm. those campaigns were being led by black youth, but have white leadership or non-black leadership. I think that was one of the things that people have brought to the scene. Are you black and between the ages of 18 and 35? Do you believe in the liberation of all black people? Maybe Black Youth Project is for you. You can learn more about the organization as a whole and its individual chapters at www.byp100.org. Also follow BYP100 on Twitter and Instagram at BYP underscore 100. Not Black and still want to show your support? Look to the website for ways on how you can be an ally to the movement. Thank you for tuning in for this special episode of the Black Future Manifesto. I'd like to leave you all with some food for thought from Aaron Jamal Bryant. If you know of any organizations that should be featured on the Black Future Manifesto, let me know at info at blackfuturepod.com. If you like this episode, let us know via social media. Tag us at blackfuturepod on all platforms. Until the next chapter, I'm your host, Mariah M., signing off. What is it going to take to move large numbers of Black people to take consistent action in service of what we all care about. We all care about belonging. We all care about self-expression. And we are all derived the power to consistently take action on both of those things. And so for me, the purpose, the point, and the invitation of joining a revolutionary movement and a black radical organization is precisely for your own freedom the freedom to express yourself the way that you deserve to be able to express yourself, the freedom to not be alone and isolated in the way that this economy is organized to make you feel that way, the freedom to have the power to make decisions over your own life and as a community.